Caillou and Peppa Pig were to get in a fight, like just um, ad- additional conditions. Uh, Caillou's shitty sister, I think, and parents can't get involved because he can't do shit for himself. So. Time out, time out. Before we start talking about specifics, what or who is Caillou? Because I thought you said Kaiju, and I was like, <laughs> if Kaiju are fighting Peppa Pig, that I would sign up for. That one doesn't sound oh too bad, God. But but what is a Caillou? I can't believe I know what Caillou is and, and like, you're a dad. It's um, not, I, yeah, not something we're familiar with. Okay, Caillou is a uh, a children's cartoon for just, like, developmental cartoon for young children. Mm-hmm. Um, it's about this shitty little, like, it's actually, it's not a good cartoon. I fucking hate Caillou so okay. much. Um, it's about this shitty little spoiled kid named Caillou who bitches about literally everything cries throws tantrums and you think he's becoming a better kid and learning mm-hmm. through like just whatever parental lesson it's trying to teach or just moral lesson for children and it i don't know man it's pretty bad and it's annoying and the kid's voice is the worst like i've never had like the advantage of him being fictional really helps me justify the desire to wanting to kick him. <laughs> <laughs> like, it's not. I never it, wanted it, to kick a child. It's not and child it, abuse if they're imaginary. So yeah, right. It's cool. It's not, yeah, but no, Caillou's the like. All right, you know what? Like, I need you to go tail of the tape. Like, I need you to look up a, like a quick twenty second clip of fucking Caillou. Like, how do you spell it? It's C-A-I-L-O-U, like, it is... Oh, no, I know what it is. C-A-I-L-L-O-U. Yeah, it's... It's a double L in Spanish. It's like the live, laugh, learn sign at the local Joanne's equivalent of, like, white kid names, like, along with, like... um, He looks like one of those fuckboys I keep on hearing about on the internet. (laughs) right okay no i i challenge you to just sit down and and watch just one episode but i need you to do it i would never ask you to subject your your fucking children that's fair okay yeah i i need to like filter this first okay okay but but yeah peppa pig against this kid this kid's fucking going down man (laughs) going down for real, Peppa, like, P- Peppa Pig's wearing those muddy boots that she wears when she's jumping around in muddy puddles, like they're fucking Doc Martens. Like she's gonna stomp the shit out of this kid for real, like she's at no, a fucking like punk show. Yeah, but I feel like like he definitely looks like the kind of kid that would like have a soft spot on his head. So I feel like right away, <laughs> like there, like, just... like 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 the bone never grew over the soft spot. <laughs> 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 and then like this fucking british like probably like this cockney ass little girl yeah just, for like, real what's this boom just romper stomper just yeah. straight up 
Peppa Pig hashtag romper stomper. I'll, I'll um, also point people in the direction on YouTube to look up Peppa Pig and Smash Brothers. Someone did a 3D modeling of Peppa Pig and Smash, and it actually fits pretty well. Uh, my kids absolutely love it. So if that's the way I get them into Smash Brothers, then by all means, like <laughs> Peppa Pig needs to be in Smash Brothers. I'm petitioning it right now, 100. percent Get that. Get that changed. I'm. I won't. I'm not kidding you. I will get a change. How much is it to get a change.org petition, uh, petition going? Yeah, I, I, there probably already is one. I'll, I'll look it up real quick and see if it's already existing. Dude, if it's in, I will show note it. Okay. Uh, we will get it. We will. We will make that a a worthy campaign to fucking. To hop I can't on. believe I'm typing in change.org Peppa Pig and Smash Bros. Dude, please <laughs> tell me it's a thing. This this one they want to add Peppa Pig to the flag. <laughs> What flag? <laughs> oh, okay, to, to the flag of, of, I guess, the United Kingdom? I don't know. Oh, I'd be fine. Well, I don't, dude, why does Canada get to do all the fun, weird shit, Sarah? Can we ask you that? Like, you guys have what Nickelback for your shit? anthem. You have... What? No. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that right? Going. No one likes Nickelback up here. Well, no, I know. Although major not points for what they did be... recently, like that's true. Yeah, that's uh, that, that's the only way that Nickelback can finally be in like the positive conscience of of America or just yeah. in general, like of everyone. Yeah, that's like, the only way you we're win. Pretty, we're pretty down with what what happened there. Yeah. Wait, what happened where? Fucking Trump just jumped on that Nickelback picture meme, yeah. and Nickelback was like, Mm-mm, "No, copyright." <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's amazing. Oh yeah, I Fuck totally yeah. forgot about that. <laughs> Look at this. Oh, dude. That's amazing. Yeah, that kind of makes up for literally everything they did, especially that, like, Portugal scene. Portugal! I'm like, dude, no. That's not how it... Don't do that. Don't. I'm glad you got pegged. Anyway. So, yeah. Um, so, so, no petitions yet. So, if you want to start one, then, uh, you know, we we'll have to get on that. I'm down for that. I don't know. I I feel like we've really dropped a the ball there. Did, it, did anything ever happen to um, follow your rainbow? Uh, like that 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 cityscape song that was supposed to like there was a petition that was going pretty strong to make it the national anthem from Sonic the Head or Sonic Adventure Two, okay. the very first level uh, level level uh, city escape. There was a petition to have the like the theme of that level take place like basically replace the current national anthem. And I think it went it went hard. It closed with five fifteen thousand nine hundred forty eight supporters. Oh man, I to- I totally thought it went harder than that. Oh, I think it needs to have like sixty thousand before it can be legitimized into into some sort of like. Not, I don't want to say Parliament. Jesus, we're we're American. Um, so are they doing this as like a parody of something? Because this shirt says that they're selling a shirt that says, "Is this shirt offends you? Get out of my country!" And it's a silhouette of Sonic. <laughs> like, is that a thing? I don't know, man. I don't. I don't know what to think anymore. Is this a I, parody or is this real? Oh well. It Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog. Sonic, is gone Sonic is a parody in itself. Like nothing is real about Sonic, anyways. And it's so bizarre because like he just he went into like Sega's take on Mario with a Mickey Mouse spin, only with attitude, and he was just he was such a legitimate fucking like zeitgeist of video game culture in the 90s and then like all it took was like a fat purple cat who like wanted to like tag along and fish 
um, really bad cameras, and then eventually him sucking face with like another like chick that was not a hedgehog, mm-hmm. and then boom, like he go he like he just becomes a joke. He's just straight up like, like he is the VH1 behind the music, like of mascot thing of video games. Just period. Yeah, like. And like he revels in it now, and it's great. Well, I don't know the the brand. I don't know. Sega's pretty. They're pretty content with what they have. But if yeah. anything, I really think the team behind like Pagoda West and Headcanon and all those other fine fucking folks, they should honestly just do whatever Sonic thing is going to be led into the future from here on out. Like that would be, I don't know. That'd be the best thing going for the little dude. But anyway. Um, this week's episode of Press Pause Radio, episode 121, uh, we're just keeping things light and simple, cause, uh, not a whole lot of news, so we're gonna, we're gonna let that happen for next week, until then, uh, we're gonna talk about all the shit that's been in our console, and, and literal consoles, and, and, and all literal the, shit, we, yeah, like, yeah, maybe, there, there um, might be some dookie in there, possibly, I mean, yeah, you live with children, I live with animals, and Sarah lives a good life. Like, there's, like, Canadian people don't have to deal with, like, anything fecal, you guys right? don't de- You guys don't deal with fecal You guys even got all. clean air. Yeah, like, how's well, that like? What's that like? Clean air? <laughs> <laughs> clean air. Yeah, I don't think it's quite as clean as you think, but, I mean, comparatively speaking, I suppose. Sure. It's like Perrier. <laughs> yeah yeah i was uh, gonna say does, does it just smell constantly like tim Horton up there like just you just take a nice sweet breath and it's just like pastry and and fucking like God. i think i'm pretty nose blind to that actually is that really a thing or did febreze uh just is that a buzzword for febreze i can't what, no nose blind nose blind no, it's, is it's that a real thing yeah it's a real thing, huh? It's a real thing, yeah. Like if uh, when you go when you go to a new place and it smells different, and then you know after about an hour it doesn't smell any different to you. That's when you become nose blind to your surroundings. Huh? That. I kind I, I kind of have that now with my fucking cats, for real. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> yeah, that's no a, for real. Yeah, that's bad stuff. I'm like hey. God. Like every once in a while, I get like a glimpse of them. Like whoa, whoa, is that what this is like? I, I raise cats. I, it's weird too. It's like when you quit smoking, the same thing happens when you no longer own a cat. You become you do, aware of it. Yeah, you become aware of it again because, as you know, I I haven't owned a cat for some time after my previous cats of over ten years, and then you get around one again for the first time, and mm-hmm. Jesus Christ, it's like like something furry just shoving a bunch of chlorine and and everything else that like lights the inside of your fucking like sinuses on fire it's pretty bad anyway yeah episode 121 oh what we've been playing what's in our console (laughs) the title should be did you smell that
<laughs> We're gonna start yes. titling these things now officially. We really should. I mean, let's see. Yeah, no. I'm, maybe I'm we'll see. That, that that might be that might be something to look into eventually. But God, we get so much trouble if we start naming our episodes. I think. Oh yeah, we would. We probably I mean, would. I. <laughs> I love. Okay, can we real quick? Um, because we don't we don't reference it enough, and we should, but. Uh, the newest bullet, well, not the newest, newest, I believe, but one of the newer bullet heavens. I, I gotta know, bud, why, why, why all the mystique over dick over like, just, I just want to know. Cause at first I was just like, fuck, there's no way this game is named fuck. And I'm like, right. oh no, it's dick. Like some, like some sweet space shaft, like that fucking, <laughs> yeah, I like, guess after a, a game like Freedom pole. Finger comes out, like. There's probably less mystique than there should be, but I don't know. It was just a running joke. It was a gag. Okay, for yeah. a second, because I was just like, "Damn, dude, that YouTube algorithm running hard." Like, what? <laughs> what? I mean, maybe I... I got copyright claimed for the music in the C64 Mini. Which like the menu fucking music? Like, fuck that shit. I didn't even monetize that, and they wanted, "Oh, we're gonna put ads on there," and I'm like, "No, you're not. I'm deleting this shit." Boom, <sighs> done. Isn't there supposed to be a new C64 reiteration um, where it's going to actually have, like, a working keyboard as opposed to a soft QWERTY uh, keyboard on screen? Oh, sure. But, I mean, if it's anything like the uh, what's under the hood on the Mini, then it's going to be shit. Damn. I can't wait to hear. Yep. <laughs> um, I'm not no, buying it again. That's for damn sure. I was considering it, but I was just like, you know what? Because um, I'm, I'm actually going to, like snap a like snag up a, an actual c64 and then outfit it with a an sd eic reader that basically is an, an equ- equivalent to a everdrive or ode emulator for the disk drive yeah um so basically just gonna do that because at this point god you can even just talk too loud next to a commodore 64 game and it'll stop working like, I could just hold it next to my mouth, and I'm just like, oh, I'm so excited to have you, and just, like, done. I'm yeah, I'm in the much. ether. I'm in the ether of fucking old, shitty, poorly built American media now. Well, it's actually British, but, you know. Brit- yeah, sorry. Fucking fuckers. Anyway, <laughs> Sarah, how are you, dude? Well, I don't know. Uh, that should be a ringing endorsement right there. Yeah, <laughs> buddy, what's wrong? Is it know. is it the end of the oh, week or is shit. it the beginning of the week? How how's that fall for you? Uh, I thought Sunday was the beginning of the week for everyone. Uh, no, it's like end of the yeah. week usually, but start of my week because this is my first day back to work after a couple of days off. So I'm kind of right there with you. Yeah, mm-hmm. days off. I miss knowing what that's like. One day, like, oh, we're in the same day. sinking ship, my friend. Definitely. <sighs> Dude, I barely earn any paid time off on this new this new day job gig that I've been doing for the last couple of years. It sucks, you guys. It mm. is it is probably way worse than I didn't realize how good slot I know I had bad how bad I had it, but how good I had it with stuff like like kids, unions are your friend. They will always be your friend. And I you'll you'll never realize that until you work something steady and fucking hard without one yeah or salary jobs <laughs> salary jobs will kill you too i mean it, it, it's all bad it's all bad just gotta look out for yourselves and yeah i agree with the union part of it for sure Let's find I a mean, rich old couple to 
listening. They can uh, adopt you in your adult. That, I thought that's. I thought that's gonna go somewhere else, but okay, I'm still listening. Yeah, I was about <laughs> like. There, there could be there could be worse things than having adoptive grandparents. I, like. I don't think you can be adopted past the age of eighteen. Like that that already now you can be um, a sugar baby, and I think that's still a thing that's still going on. Mm-hmm. Like I, mean, I think we're all eligible. We're all and we're all, all and all and all potentially involved. interested. How bad could it be? Being a sugar baby, it yeah. just depends. Like, dude. Like it depends on like what sort. Of, it, I think it's like the equivalent of being a substitute teacher, only with like your butt and like your dangly parts. Like you have your to dangly like set the filter of what you're open to and what you're not. I'm perfectly Fair. fine with calling someone daddy. So if that's what I gotta do, then I mean, <laughs> my PayPal is is uh, public. So let's go. Oh, <laughs> bless you. Oh man, sorry. Just just thinking about it. I'm like nope. Mm. It's, it made, made you like ill. Business. <laughs> well, I'm I'm sorry to hear that you're burnt, buddy. I'm I'm fairly burnt too, and like it it stinks too because like I was really excited to talk about Gears Five because I I really like that it's a part of uh, Games Pass. Mm-hmm. I downloaded it, which holy shit! I have I have a one X. I have over. Like I have a fairly fast speed too for my home network in terms of like download speed. Like it's like near the hundreds. That shit took forty five fucking minutes. Still, how? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it might have been everyone was trying down at the same time. Did you do it like day and date with the release? I think so. I think I. That's the one thing I always kept thinking. Just like, am I am I encountering like some bandwidth issues just because of like they they need thicker tubes? Yeah, yeah. Tubes weren't that thick. Mm-hmm. Um, Jesus. Uh, yeah, I didn't get to play it. I and it bummed me out. I, I'm like, I was just, I was telling myself too. I'm like, fuck. All right, I'm gonna try to play it before, like, cause, and then I realized, like, oh, I've got a lot to talk about anyway. But I really felt like, I could, did you get the chance to play it, Andrew? I started it. Yeah, I played like the first level okay. of the campaign, so I'm like bare bare minimum of the gameplay itself. I wasn't gonna bring it up necessarily until I got to play more. Um, I just w- I was hoping it would get br- brought up because of, like I like if anything Xbox related at this point can get brought up. But, like, that's that a good point. Have... Yeah, a- anything on that system is, is is a win for them for sure. Uh, but Game Pass is awesome, man. I think that's a great service, and I love having Ultimate. You know, for fifteen bucks a month to have all that accessible, like I may never necessarily use it, but to know it's there is is nice. And, and actually, I'll tell you what: uh, Game Pass has this feature on the Xbox. You can take titles that are part of the Game Pass service and add them to your like, like almost like your queue. It's like a play mm-hmm. later, and so you can make a list, like a a, a list of like games you want to get to next or games you want to play next. And so for me, I only have a five hundred gig Xbox One S. It's good to like rotate through the games, play something, delete it, go to the next thing. So just little things like that. Their UI is getting better. It's not great. It's still kind of a mess. But I think they're trying to make the blades are better at this point. And I've suggested that. I did the preview program. I was like, bring the blades back. That's all I care about. (laughs) Blades and Hexic HD on my Xbox One. We're good. That's all I need now. Done deal. Um, but. I need to, what I really want to do, and I don't know um, how many other than Orta, I really want to know how many Xbox original games 
got the Orta treatment of, of like, that remake. Have you guys, like, does anybody own Panzergoon Orta aside? I, well, Sarah, you don't have a 1X, though, do you? Or a uh, 1. Got, a, got an OG Xbox, though. I need, dude, you need to look up the uh, Xbox One remaster treatment of Orta. It's like a fucking right. whole new game. It's insane. I, Am I going to notice a difference on a screen that isn't 4K, though? Like, uh, let's be honest. That is a, probably not, actually. <laughs> People I, are like, oh, you got to see this footage. And it's like I'm watching 4K on 1080p. It doesn't work, man. <laughs> I... I I really oh no. Uh, I'm good. Uh, I didn't want it to come up on the mic. I had to kill this fly on my. Yeah, microphone. I. I <laughs> Sorry, it was either me or my cat I'm was gonna try it too, to get. And, and like all I kept picturing it in, in my head was like, da, 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 da. um, all right, flight good. of the Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, no, it was great. All right, we're good. Um, Sorry about that. No, you're good, dude. Jesus Christ, that was hilarious. Um. <laughs> Yeah, I just want to know how many Xbox Originals got that treatment. Because um, I want to say a lot of the Sega games did. Like, I'm speaking of Valkyrie, like, I think Gun Valkyrie even did, which, God, that game didn't get enough love. And, um, fuck. Uh, Outrun 2? The racing <laughs> game think? Outrun? Yeah, dude. Oh. Outrun, you didn't, it had an X, it had an, uh, I don't know if it was exclusive. I think it was. It had an exclusive sequel to okay. uh, the original Xbox. It's I'm pretty right good. I'm alright with that. It's yeah. pretty kind goddamn of. good. There was, there was also a, uh, a version on PlayStation Two as well. Was there? Okay. Yeah, was, I didn't it know. Was there slightly was slightly enhanced actually over the, uh, the Xbox. Version. Well, I don't know how for how much how far that can go. I mean, uh, <sighs> yeah, I mean the PlayStation I mean, the PlayStation Two could output 1080i. So. What, yeah, but there's like four games that do it and then chug. Ah, but it could. <laughs> mm-hmm. I mean, so, when you consider that, okay, well, when you consider that the vast majority of the HD games on the original Xbox were 480p, look on the back. It says HDTV 480p. I mean, that's well, well within the PS2, uh, PS2's capabilities. I, we will definitely address that because at one point we we might have a uh, I mean we've had an import episode before but I would love to do a sequel to that and I want I what I would love to do is I would want to pull together money and hook Andrew up with a Japanese console of his choice and he needs to tell us which one and then I don't know the Ouya the, the Japanese <laughs> Ouya Japanese Ouya nailed All it right. you mean the Okama Game Sphere Sure. <laughs> is, is, is it spherical? Is it like a ball? The the Okama Game Sphere was uh, one of those dumb parody. It was like I think the first fake ass game console that was on South Park because Comedy Central didn't want to pay for <laughs> royalties. Cool. Yeah, <laughs> I I want the game cast for Malibu's Most Wanted. <laughs> that, that, that that's a console I want. No, you know what's funny too is like that's the only fake ass console. And you knew they were like they couldn't get anything coming from Nintendo, but like literally anything else. Sony, I I don't know how much money Sony gets every time like their shit gets mentioned mm-hmm. on South Park. Dude, the Dreamcast was hot for a fucking second on like the early seasons of South Park. Nice. Um, the PS, yeah, it, I think every Sony system aside from the original PlayStation has been featured to some capacity in South Park. Hmm. 
and the Xbox 360. That's it. Oh, yeah. I don't think they've ever done anything Wii related. Or if they did, they they went the Okama route. Yeah, the parody route. Like, sure. Oh, that's so funny. But anyway, um, let's go ahead and get this fucking show started proper. But before we do that, we actually just re- I didn't even realize I didn't do a round robin with Andrew. Andrew. Hi. Um, so like I I just I just want to know that and I'm gonna hold you like now I'm putting you on the spot. That when we record next time, I don't give a fuck what we're talking about. It could be one of the the most somber, most like sobering things like in 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 the industry and culture, whatever the fuck it may be. Mm-hmm. At some point within that episode, you are gonna go ahead and give us a play by play of seeing Peppa Pig live. Yeah, yeah, um, but don't let my kids listen to this before we go because surprise, they're not supposed to know we're going. Uh, my five year old and my two year old, if they listen to this show. We're gonna put like can we put can we put can we put like a spoiler tag just so in that case, yeah no they're never gonna listen to this show. This uh my kids listening to the show and watching my backyard wrestling clips are two things that may never happen. (laughs) That's something that might be recommended. Yeah, can't do it, can't do it. But it's gotta be I don't know, dude. There's gotta be a way to like archive those backyard wrestling clips if we can get just like if we can immortalize them into like remastered gifts. I would get one of those sweet like Google photo frames and just put them around the house. I I I got the videos. I just they're not on the internet necessarily. Oh no, they were taken down. Uh, it went down with our uh, with Angel Fire. I was gonna say yeah. Uh, our 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 site hosting service was Tripod. Oh okay. Yeah. I was gonna say like Angel Fire would still be up. Yeah, Tripod. I don't think's around anymore. So. All that kind of went to the wayside. I, I, I want to say someone probably did archive it, but I don't know for sure. I don't really talk to the guy that did the website anymore, unfortunately. Aww. But, yeah, I'll try to keep that stuff off the Internet as much as I possibly can. I'm sure eventually some of it will surface. Okay, so while it's a big surprise, I just want to know that and in, in Father of the Year, definitely. I'm more excited about it than my kids probably are, to be honest with you. <laughs> I'm, I'm so fucking ready for this show. I hope they serve. I'll call it at the uh, intermission because I'm I'm ready. I'm ready to party. I, dude, I have never been to anything live on ice. I just it, the thought of it terrifies me. Yeah. Also, um, I don't know because I always think about. I've always wanted to like learn how to properly ice skate and I never could and then I just began to hate it, just because it's fucking it. It's so hard. It just feels like you're gonna break your ankles the moment you get up on there on the and on that surface. I have to use, like, those really, like, demasculating, like, walker, like, mm-hmm. assist. Yeah. I don't trust it, man. Anything sharp like that, like, I don't trust it at all. I I don't even like roller skating. I'll roller skate if it's, like, the four wheels. If it's, like, the roller blading, nah. Fuck out here with that. I can't do either. Yeah. Nope. Yeah. Not, I not just, for no me. wind lines for you, huh? Nope. Not for it, man. Are you, sir? Are you shredded? I can do it, yeah. Oh, shit. No this joke. I want to fucking see. I would... Yeah. Hitting, okay. hitting, hitting, fu- fucking, have, fucking have nose grinds. I haven't skated in, like, an easy 20 years, but, I mean, I used to be pretty good. Before, okay, so please, before we start the episode proper, uh, what would be your roller derby name, Sarah? If you could if you could pick one roller derby name. The Great Chonk-Em-Up. Oh, my God. Dude, we need to lock that shit in. That, if, if, I, if we get you... A jersey, an Xbox One. <laughs> that's got to be his oh, gamer but, tag. But it's got to be in or Japanese, jersey. so it's got to be like Daichonku. I'm down with that. Yeah. Me too. 
I am super down with that. All right. So, with that being said, let's go ahead and talk about what's been in our console. start with me because my list is small compared to your guys's list I, I saw the list prior to you guys got a lot i, I want to do a sandwich i want to do sarah you me okay. or or we can wind it down sarah me you whatever works i'm i'm a fan of sandwiches man sandwich i like sandwiches too i think that's a good mm-hmm. that's a good play mm-hmm. sarah i i think what made me look forward to this recording more than anything was when you sent us the message, I can't wait to tell He's you pumped. guys about He's the pumped game. About I'm something. pumped. I'm oh, like, yeah. dude, I'm for it. Especially with the way we started. I'm like, oh no, what happened to that? What happened to that energy? But he didn't so, necessarily say he. I can't wait to tell you about because I'm excited about it or I'm happy about it. Oh god, he didn't no, specify that. <laughs> you know what? I did not even consider that. Mm-hmm. So which well, one is okay, it, Sarah? Well, let's let's be a hundred percent honest though. The okay. C sixty four mini is not good. <laughs> All right, let's start there. Right out of the gate. Right out of the gate. So C sixty four mini is not good. Um, um apparently everything runs too bucks. fast. So Well See, the the Commodore sixty four was like designed to work on sixty Hertz and most of the games were too, yeah? Mm, ish. <laughs> A lot of them were converted from 50 hertz because it was really big in Europe, which is a 50 hertz territory. Right. Uh, the Commodore 64 was originally specced for 50 hertz, uh, so a lot of uh, a lot of the games actually had to be retooled for 60 hertz. But some of them, I guess, what I'm trying to get at here is that the ones that are on the 64 mini uh-huh. are running too quickly, or, or running more quickly than they should be, which I'm sure can cause an issue with input lag. Uh, well, it's not necessarily input lag, but reaction times are an issue when you've got something coming at you. Uh, I did the math. Uh, between the two, I believe it's 17% faster than what, what it should how be. Many, how, like, if you were to break down the frames. Well, okay. If you were to break down a frame with normal reaction time happening within uh, one second, it would basically, you would have basically only 83% of that second to react because it's running that much faster. Huh. And it, did you suspect that this is done to overcompensate for the fact that they could possibly read? Because, like, also, how how well do the games actually scale in high definition? With because it's HDMI output, yeah. It is, yeah. It's seven twenty p. There are various options for uh, you know stretched four to three PAL, four to three NTSC, uh, and scanline versions of everything. However, uh, while we were playing it. Our audience was like, oh, you got to switch it over to a PAL resolution. It'll play at 50 hertz, but it did not. <laughs> and there was no way to change the 50, 60 hertz um, speed on this thing. So 
I don't know. It, it could be that, but uh, that paired with the controller that came with it is kind of a shit deal. Well, that the controller that came with it is a zip stick, which is the large, by and large, the. I, I, I find it funny that you say that because that is the most popular controller for a oh, Commodore yeah. 64. Oh, yeah. Absolutely. But uh, a lot of other people use the keyboard, and there's actually a lot of games that require a keyboard in order to properly function. And there is a virtual keyboard option, but you really need to plug another keyboard. A USB in. keyboard in. <laughs> Whoa. Yeah. That's, that's a, the funny That's some thing. redundant that, shit right there. <laughs> yeah, dude. That's why I'm just like, I, I could have sworn they were going to release like a rendition. Yeah, they are. Um, it's, where it's, you, it's a working keyboard. Yeah, they're just calling it the C64 instead of the C64 Mini, which I, I think it's, it's um, probably worth mentioning that nowhere on the box does it say Commodore. <laughs> Wow. Yeah. Um, Just C64, and that's it now. The C64. Okay. Yeah. I th- yeah. Well, I don't even know who currently holds the rights to Commodore. Commodore. Uh, uh, the Commodore? Yeah, they... I think Commodore still exists in some capacity uh, out there. Huh. All the games are licensed. A lot of them are from Houston. But, I mean, I think it was not I... handled properly. Can I ask you, I mean, and, and be 110% honest, is it... What drew what what drew you to the the C sixty four mini was it just the fact that it was another mini console to kind of like because that's the trend at the moment or yeah. was this like okay because well, I've on, never in like the ten plus years that we've known each other I don't think I've ever heard you being like anywhere remotely interested in in the Commodore sixty four or, or its library games I used to have a Commodore sixty four once upon a time. The, but, yeah, uh, the closest thing was the monitor. Like, you fucking love that monitor. And oh, then it's that's a good it. monitor, though. It still like, is. It's like, I feel like if you, like, it's the equivalent of, like, how I can picture uh, a human cat person going out and buying a very large, expensive item and then throwing out the large, expensive item to keep the box that it came in. That's the equivalent where I can see you getting a Commodore 64. Ooh, this is nice. Like, Ooh, yeah, and, delicious, yeah. and then, yeah, you just huck the fucking hardware. <laughs> Well, there it's was like, more to it, though. I mean, I, I noticed when I was playing that uh, there would be a crackle over the HDMI, which was kind of disconcerting. But more, uh, yeah, more more uh, concerning to me was the red uh, the red static, like red static, on almost everything on screen. I'm like, what the fuck is this? Couldn't deal with it. Nope. So I turned it off and I went back to PC Engine right on the stream. <laughs> Wow, midstream even you're like mm, midstream. Done. I'm like, nah, I'm done with this. We're done. Mm-hmm. Let's, let's play. So uh, the exact line was, uh, let's divide sixty four by four and play some sixteen bit games now, shall we? Ooh, math <laughs> puns, go. or yeah. maybe just math. I don't know if it's a pun yeah. necessarily. <laughs> I just expect it from Sarah. I expect math is never fun. Math, so no, it does not. It, no yeah. puns. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Dictating people's change in nickels is pretty fun. So. <laughs> Um, five dollars and five dollars uh, and sixty cents. Yeah, who, here's your. Uh, who hurt you, Sarah? Who hurt you so yeah, much? <laughs> exa- yeah, dude. Here's your hundred hundred and twelve nickels. Like, uh I now I want you to pour it all into a sock, twist it up, and just beat yourself senseless yep. and have a good day. Um, damn, that's a bummer. Because okay, yeah. So okay, but to is, answer your question a little more, it is it is a because of the uh, the the mini aspect of it. B because it was ten dollars after some um, trade credit lying around on my account oh and c because i'm i'm kind of gearing up for a project next summer so 
There's that. With the Commodore. Mm, yeah, and every other Mini that I've got up there. Huh. I... Okay, I don't so know if you they're... know this, man, but I've got like eight minis now. Eight. Yeah, I was going to say, you probably have a good collection. I still am. Who needs eight, right? <laughs> I'm still waiting to pull the trigger on a Neo Geo one because they keep on coming out with different iterations of it. I... Dude, yeah, and like I looked at it and I'm like, I have a Neo Geo X. Which, like, is, which no... is the preferred. I would have that over anything else, but good luck finding that shit. But, okay, so, yeah. And For then, a reasonable not only... price anyway, right? Oh, uh, yeah. Right. Yeah. I I got lucky when I grab I grab you know what's funny is I grabbed it up um for a retro magazine review that I was supposed to do and then it never ended up publishing my fucking review mm-hmm. so I'm like cool well all right th- uh, this is mine um <laughs> yeah I'm like this is mine thank you um the I don't know it it I haven't gotten a chance to mess around with the Neo Geo Mini but like I. I would probably be more down for it knowing, like, it has aspect ratio control on it, right? No? I don't know. I haven't. Oh, I thought you've a... gotten a chance to mess around with one. I oh, know. I have, yeah. I, I play it on the unit itself. I didn't hook it but up. But you play TV. it in 4x3. Well, yeah. Oh, you play just... it on the unit? You haven't plugged it into, like, a TV? You play it on no. a tiny little thing with the little joysticks and the little buttons? Yeah. That's, why, that's why the would main you do that draw to yourself? right there. Because why the fuck would you do that to fits, yourself? It's right on my desk. It's all right. Mm-hmm. No tiny machine, giant Sarah. It's, it's hilarious. It's like that's a, the one thing when people talk shit. Like I know Francis like hates the Neo Geo X of the Passion. Um, and to be honest, like when that thing first launched, it was fucking awful. Mm. It, it wasn't until it got uh, the firmware updates that it did. Mm. Um, I still have yet to jailbreak mine too. It's another thing I'd like to do. But one of the things I do not like about it is that when it's docked. Uh, you cannot change the aspect ratio. It yeah. is sixteen by nine, and there's no. Way I mean, to you hack can it. probably change the uh, aspect ratio on your TV, right? You can, and then everything's crunched, and mm-hmm. it sucks. It's the worst. Like I, I was looking at this new thing. I, I don't know if you guys have been seeing it. It's been. I see like random people in the circles that I run and talk about it. Um, the M Classic. And I think they've actually approached myself in the either no they didn't approach me they they hit up our mailbag, seeing if we wanted to like talk about it. And I was gonna actually bring it up. Um, the M Classic oh, is supposed to be the dongle. Yeah, yeah, it's a dongle peripheral that's essentially supposed to upscale and clean up um, a lot of older consoles. But like it it washes out so much of the color and the contrast that it doesn't look weird. And then not only that, like it. It messes with the ratio that even when you crunch it back, like somebody um, was kind of showing it off, like, you know, descaling after like some of the um, filter effects from the M Classic, descaling it back into a 4 by 3 ratio on a uh, HD capable CRT. And like it was fucking clean, but it was weirdly warped looking like like and the best the, the the most like jarring example of it they were playing Luigi's Mansion and like y'all know Egad fucking has like this hey arnold ass football head <laughs> and motherfucker looked more like he had a melon head versus a football head and it fucked mm. with me um also off topic but there are nickelodeon figurines out of random nicktoons and they have one of arnold and it shows arnold's last name and it f- done fucked up my life I don't want to know. Yeah. yeah, don't say it. Don't say it. You don't, don't want to know it? No, no. Because it's officially recognized by nope. Nickelodeon, apparently. I, mm-hmm. like, went down this rabbit hole, so no one wants to know it. I don't. All right. I'm going to mute it. Well, you can tell Sarah if you want to, but I'm going <laughs> to take my headphones off if you say I'm it. I'm not going to say it. All right. 
All right. Some things are better yeah. left unsaid. <laughs> <laughs> it, it, yeah, but it it blew me away because I could have sworn that was like a dumb plot point in the show. Huh. How like you never know his last name is. Um, but anyway, Sarah, the Commodore 64. I'm really bummed to hear that it's not cool because I wanted one. But you grabbed it up for ten bucks. Is it like you grabbed it up from the store that shall not be named? Mm. Gotcha. I don't think we carried it in in the states. We did. Really? Did we really? Yes. Holy no, shit. No, we did. Hmm. Yeah, I just, but it was like 80 bucks like, oh, every yeah, time. Was, so I'm just there like, was no way I was paying 100 bucks no, for mine. So no. I, think, I think I came out all right after $10. And, um, Seems reasonable. Yeah, I mean, it'll, so it'll serve its purpose for when I want to do a thing, right? So. Poor utility and the fact that you had to plug in another fucking keyboard. keyboard and yeah. again, unless I, I'm pretty sure there are other issues, but unless you were intimately familiar with the software probably couldn't uh, immediately point it out yeah. are there any other minis that you perhaps been spending your time with that might turn oh, that frown upside yeah. down uh, definitely <laughs> the uh, Genesis and Mega Drive minis I got those both you got both of them I do yeah I've been wanting to get it because of the game selection but yeah. I'm like don't get I want to uh, hack it do not get the Asia version Okay, well, I, I already kind of backed off of getting it, but, but hmm. pray tell for everyone else in the room, why would we not get that version? Why would you not get that version? You specifically, George, Ooh. you. The tile that comes with it. Oh, oh yeah. yeah. Yeah, no alien soldier for you. Let let real let real players play that game. Whoa, Whoa. dude. Real gamers, Whoa. TM. You're going to have to you're going to have to slow it down there, Shane Bettenhausen, uh, because okay. I'm going to fucking <laughs> I'm not I'm not I'm not tolerating any of that. Nope. Um, uh, but Have you no, uh, have you one credit cleared Gunstar Heroes yet? I don't think I've played Gunstar Heroes in quite some time, but I've been thinking about playing. I actually I take that back. I was gearing to play it because I was going to and I'm still working on it. Um I have it among all the other editorials that I'm like preparing for the site, I was preparing this really big editorial feature on how uh, Cuphead's legacy will always forever outlive and outshine Gunstar's legacy, and that it's in like it's perfectly fine for that to be the case. Um, and it goes above and beyond the fact that like it had the advantage of having merchandising and marketing there's there's way more to it but yeah no i have i don't think i can honestly tell you i have when i was younger i definitely uh suffered through um seven machine or i don't remember its name seven force seven force thank you yeah i i struggled with that for a bit but i was able to beat it even the shitty frankenstein piece of shit fucking monster at the end um gold and silver <laughs> Golden, golden silver. I no, see. Golden, I, I, it's golden silver, but it's gold and silver. It's the pun. Gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. No, but I have beaten it quite a few times. Mm, probably continued maybe once. Maybe I haven't continued. I uh, who's to say? But I can tell you that if you're wanting for us to stream it sometime soon, especially on the mini, I'm I'm down to do that. Because by do and large. Clear. All right, I'll I'll, I'll 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 accept that that challenge. And also, um, by technicality, it's one life clear, because if you uh, if you die once, it's game over. Oh, I mean, yeah. yeah. No yeah. damage, dude. All you need, dude. Okay, can we be honest? All you need is two flamethrowers, and then you've beaten the game. No, you just need two flamethrowers. I don't. I don't use that technique though. 
Different I technique. Mean, different technique. It's just as cheap, though. <laughs> yeah, I was about to say, like... I, Laser and chaser, man. That's the best combo. I don't know. That I mean, flies well, around I'm, the screen and locks onto anything you need it to. I'm sure we will definitely and definitely hash around, but let me tell you this. We should have a race. Have you... How, how many achievements do you have in Cuphead? Because I'm just still getting that one. I just need to S-clear everything. Achievements? And I have it. No, I don't have achievements in Cuphead. Damn. See? I, I played it once for review, and that was pretty much it. Oh, dude. See? There we go. I mean, if we're going to have, yeah. like, a, a if, if we're going to, like, lay it all on the table and, like, I don't know. Anyway. I need um, to get the, uh, the Sega Ages, though, of Gunstar Heroes for PS2. Is that ver- that that was the uh, M2 port? What is yeah. it? What is it now? For PlayStation Two, there's a Sega Ages disc for Gunstar Heroes. It's called the Treasure Box. Oh, I thought you said Gunstar Heroes Two. There uh, is a Gunstar Heroes Two. Is there? Kind of. It's on the Game Boy Advance, and it's actually really good. Gunstar oh. Super Heroes, yeah. It's okay. awesome. I like okay. it. It's very good. Yeah. All, Stage, I actually also treasure. Or? Yeah, yeah. Yes. Oh, yeah. Stage now, Two Remix, dude. That is amazing. I should have played. I, I really is, need to have an Advance. I never. Dude, right. there's a lot of mm-hmm. there are a lot of titles that were fucking great. Now, I will state that Guardian Heroes two on the Game Boy Advance, no, is poof from a button. I mm-hmm. enjoyed Don't. it, but it it had its issues. It is poof. You want to play a good Guardian Heroes game and like a game that's unabashedly like fucking cool about being referred to as a quote unquote sequel to Gun- uh, Guardian Heroes? I just play uh, Code, Code of Princess. Princess. Yeah, yeah. Um, Which, um, it's on fucking everything now, so might as well, right? On the back, actually, on the back of the physical yeah, packaging just... for uh, for Code of Princess EX on Switch, like there are elements to the uh, the branding and the uh, and the word and the word the choice. Back. Like it is so. It says Guardian Heroes right in it. <laughs> yeah, and it, it it's like it's some Joe Camel ass marketing. Like it knows what it's doing. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely. Um, can we, but can anyway, we him talk in it? to. Uh, dude, no, he he needs to stay in the past. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Him and Denver, the last dinosaur, they're done. Oh yeah, no. Um, Catch but anyway, going. So, Sarah, there's already like the hacking community is already pretty fucking like they're they're wiring that sucker up. Apparently, um, there are unused ROMs that are included in retail units that really? you can hack and get to. Yes. So for North American units, NBA Jam and Mortal Kombat Two are already in there and you can actually hack the system and get them and you can add mm. two more games. Um, I, you know, you see that, I see that face, but I'm like Mortal Kombat two, in my opinion is the superior next to the 32 X and Saturn version. 32 X, honestly, are those sure. are the superior methods of playing Mortal Kombat two for home console. No, super Nintendo is better for two. What is it? You guys got to get out of here with this shit. Super, no. Super NES was the best version outside of the CD-based stuff. Yeah, it was. No. No, no. question. No. Yes. That's yes. Okay, that's why the Lion King and Aladdin, both of those are the Genesis ports. No, no, no. We're, we're com- talking about the, the, the port of Mortal Kombat 2. Right, but okay. Understood, but you s- never mind. You know what? We keep sidetracking. We keep yeah. button hands. But what, okay, tell tell me more. Like I don't care about NBA Jam or Mortal Kombat Two because I've got better ways to play those. But how about the Japanese ones? What's on the Japanese <laughs> console? Because I got that too. I got the Mega Drive Mini. What's on there that I should care about? Um, 
honestly, aside from those two ROMs, there's the community is currently working out a way to get Hakachi working the same way uh, it did on the NES Classic and the SNES Classic. Mm. Um, but even then, it's a little difficult because true to form, M2, like when they brought down um, games to be included in that library, uh, they they did a lot of individual emulation. It's kind of like the way Virtual yeah. Console and the Wii works, where like the game is running in its own proprietary emulator. Yeah, it's so, got a wrapper. Yeah, yeah. So I I'm still kind of curiously waiting to see what's done with it. But so far, um, I I personally I've been loving. I actually have it on in the background right now. Um, I was uh, getting down on a little bit before we started recording, and. I mean, the game choice isn't. The game choice could have been a little bit better. Like, I have no I- earthly idea why Sonic Spinball is in there, but <laughs> I mean, it is the first time I've ever gotten to play Super Fantasy Zone. It's a good game. It's it a is. really good game. Hardest first fuck, time I've but ever. It's good. Uh, first time I've ever got to play Comic Zone, and let me tell mm, you. Really. Yeah, Love and I. Zone. Holy shit. I, dude, that game is so fucked up broken hard though yeah it like is you, it is i i put in what's funny is uh i entered in the unlimited health cheat because i'm just like i just want to play this mm-hmm. fucking game like this is like this game is not realistically and like apparently there's a lava glitch that can just lock up the whole game Oof. i save stated right before it so now i think i just lost my fucking playthrough and i'm like uh... damn all those sega institute games like Really, the only good one was Sonic the Hedgehog 2. You know uh, what, though? <laughs> Gotta be honest. That's the Sega logo for Comic Zone is probably my favorite one. Yeah, I <laughs> do. And I, I like the like as far as like a technical showcase of what like the Genesis can do. Funny enough, though, like I don't know if like the emulator for it is fucked up or if M2 didn't know what to do because like I know Comic Zone came out in Japan. Um, it's not like one of those North American exclusive games. Yeah, I think it's called but, The Comic Zone. Uh, yes. But, like, out of all the games that I've messed with and played on the system, that's the one that glitches out the fucking most. Like, huh. parallax layers just glitch in and out and disappear. And I'm not actually familiar with the original. I've never played it. Because uh, it came out so late, and there were so many other things that I could play. Um, but, yeah, I... I don't know like how well that we can uh, go ahead and really run it, but anyway, what, what, which, which mini do you prefer? Of the two, yeah, uh, the Japanese one. Yes, it's got more to it that I'm that I'm partial to playing. Like it's got Musha, for example, right? Uh, which it does switch between both the Japanese and English versions too, which is also nice. Um, it's got other things like, uh, oh, what, what are some other standouts that I noticed? Uh, oh, there's a target earth is on that one too. So there's also slap fight. Is slap yes, fight on it? Slap fight. You know what? That game is actually pretty good. Uh, it's got a wicked soundtrack. Let me tell you, uh, especially the, uh, the slap type, uh, slap fight MD. You have to switch it to a range, but man, it sounds like a lost Konami game. It does. <laughs>
overall, you pretty like it's it's weird. I've heard a lot of mixed reactions with the classic. I I love the attention to detail as far as the actual like just the novelty of it. Mm-hmm. Like especially in comparison to all the other mini consoles, the fact that it has a lot of worthless non-working things the fact that there is a gotcha pan like series of cartridges that you can specifically buy for it and put it in because it has a working cartridge flap that you can pull in and out spring loaded (laughs) i i'm waiting for north america to get the ridiculous cosmetic peripherals for the Mm -hmm. yeah uh it's it's happened already but only to uh select media and influencers so i don't know why they even fucking bother it just makes people angry (laughs) <laughs> I yeah I don't, don't say like, no one cares right <laughs> I, I okay Andrew I so I'm fairly certain you didn't grab one what but do you have any uh, a Sega Genesis Mini it's back there oh shit yeah, I, really with it's not out of the box though because I don't have any HDMI ports to plug it into currently uh, so do I, you I, need an cool, HDMI man. selector I'll I'll I have one well eh. Do I have I one? Have an, uh, I have a spare one that can do five. Probably. Yeah, because I, right. I have one, but I think it's for three. So Yeah, I'll, I'll send it to you because I, I updated all my shit to, like, these high-end fucking monster Yeah, if you're not so using it, man, I can definitely I find a find a purpose it. for it. I will send it your way. Though, cool. Kick ass. I, it, it's supposed to operate on the phantom power of most major consoles, but it'll fuck up, like if you don't have its own power supply like it was so funny for the longest time in order to get my steam link to actually register and work i had to first turn on my xbox one uh, to and get power to it, yeah the, yeah and then i would then i would switch over to the steam link and turn off the xbox i'm like okay here we my, go my steam link is hooked up through my xbox fucking figure that shit out the hdmi <laughs> that's so funny yeah it's fucking I'll, weird that is weird um but okay so I hope you get the chance to mess with yours soon. Uh, I personally, I really like the like the arrangement that I currently have. I'm waiting feverishly for, and and I got to see the size of scale for the TurboGrafx mm-hmm. Mini. Thing is fucking hardly a mini. It is. Yeah. It is almost <laughs> God, the same, same size of the fucking. You got so, like, to feed so the purpose. To begin with, right? Like, yeah. I mean, I've got my, I've got a PC engine right here, actually. I mean, and, but uh, okay, but the PC engine like. We all know how small that is. I know, but that's that's what I'm trying to say. Like, to give you an idea of how small this thing is. Like, this is the PC engine here. It's tiny as fuck. It's like it's blurred for content. Like, there's a little better, right? Yeah. Yeah. There you go. Now you're good. There we go. Yeah. So it's 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 awesomely small. I would say like the mini is only about eighty percent the size. I think it's the exact same size, isn't it? No, it's a little smaller, but not much smaller. Like eighty percent is still like almost full size. All right, Sarah. So, anyways, I know you had some other games you want to talk about. So speaking, now that we got the minis, speaking of PC Engine, uh, been messing around obviously with the uh, well, yeah, I've got the Super SD System Three on this year too, and uh, basically um, I've been loading up on a bunch of uh, PC Engine shoot 'em ups and other games as well. Uh, I'm so happy to hear that. Like absurd, absurd deals that I've been finding on places. Uh, well, just on eBay, really. Um, you got a bid on them, but I mean, we're talking stuff like Poppin' Magic for sixty bucks, right? Uh, yeah, I. Uh, Instead of two hundred and thirty bucks. <laughs> I I really wanted to like Poppin' Magic because, as far as um, I have like a soft spot for Bubble Bobble clones. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and like it's one of the. F- 
fun of like things that Val is super into too. Like she's down for like Snow mm. Brothers. She's down. There was even a Joe and Mac uh, Bubble Bobble clone. Oh, I play that really shit. That'd be cool. good. Yeah, I mean, um, Pop and Magic is really just kind of like it's uh, Bubble Bobble meets Snow Brothers. In a lot yeah, of ways. no, it's yeah. it's a weeb ass game that like. Oh it, yeah. It's not fun. It like it's not a co-op friendly game like it's not like i think there's only like two lives and then that's it so if you're playing with someone who may not be able to keep up it is not oh yeah yeah but i did fuck with it a little bit it is it is As quite a single the player pretty game, game. yeah um, yeah other games like uh Razamber 2 which is hard as fuck can't see the i, I haven't made it to the, the end of the second stage like it's kind of dumb um what else? Like big ones like um, like uh, Spriggan and Spriggan 2. Played, played, played them both. Okay, so I've played Spriggan 2, but I was the one that told you you really need to check out Spriggan. Yeah, which again, how'd... I found for an absurdly good price, like 40 bucks. Right. And how did you feel about it? How was it? Eh. I think. Know. I mean, it's compiled. Personally, I think it's the one of the best compile shooters I've played. I don't know. I've played Gunnack. <laughs> I kind of like Gunnack more. Super Alesta, right? Like, I okay. I've never played Musha, so maybe I should just shut the fuck up. Oh no, Musha but, isn't that good though. I don't like Musha as much as I like Super Alesta. Yeah, but like Robo Lest, eh, uh, Power Striker. Eh, Power I, Strike gonna... Two was good stuff though. That's probably yeah. My I saw one. that. I yeah. saw it in like. I, again, I really like your coverage on it, but yeah, I, I, for my money, like if I were to choose any of them, Spriggan. Spriggan. Well, what, um, what makes it uh, what makes it your go to choice then? I'm really curious. About it's this. a perfect balance of frenetic action, color, and just uh, playability. Like it has the right amount of challenge. Like everything about it is, it it's neat. The present like. All of it. The presentation alone has this weird, like, old school, um, like, this Yoshitaki Amano, like, look to it. Mm -hmm. Like, that, like, traditional uh, fucking medieval Japanese art style. But it still has, like, the weird, like, nonsensical fucking magic arts tech vibe to it. Like, it, it, it captures a lot of some of the older Japanese media tropes that you found in older anime, especially um, fuck one that's coming to mind that I can't put my finger on. Um, like, Escaflon, like, but like pre magic night ray earth. Escaflon. But like, yeah, thank you. Thank you. It was right. It was coming right at the fucking tip of my tongue. Thank you. Um, Christ. I just turned in my weeb card now, but anyway, yeah, it had a lot of those vibes, but like it didn't, it didn't trade in um, gameplay for spectacle, and I feel like a lot of older shooters, especially compile mm-hmm. shooters, do that. I'm, I'm not a fan of it. I mean, I, and I'm, I'm again, I'm not gonna crunch the the, the fucking hitboxes and bullet patterns the way like more passionate players would. Mm-hmm. But as far as just accessibility and and just keeping my attention and just wanting to play through and Man, like its power up system, all of it is really manageable. I don't know; it's my go-to. I would say it's like one of my favorite shooters I've found on the system. 
keeping in that theme then, what I would recommend to you, and this is going to be the last game I'm touching on uh, because, of course, there's just too much. Um, keeping in that theme where um, where Spriggan is actually the uh, Summer Carnival 91 game, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you need to play Summer Carnival 93, which is Nexer. Okay. I will definitely and, check it out. Oh, that is, it's got to be the best soundtrack I've heard all year. So, so why are they all called Summer Carnival and then the number? It sounds like it's a wrestling event. Kind of. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, uh, Hudson started off the trend, actually, all the way back in 1985. They had yeah, something like there called, are some Summer Carnival games on Famicom. Yeah, it's called the Zen Koku Caravan, right? Which means uh, all, uh, or nationwide caravan, right? And basically Hudson went around doing score competitions for games like, uh, well, they started with Star Force and then went to Star Soldier. Uh, there was the odd year where they did a baseball game somehow, and then they went f- for more shoot 'em ups up until '92, and then after '92, it was uh, Bomberman games. But uh, another company called Magzat, right, also did a similar thing called the Summer Carnival, and Summer Carnival '91 was Spriggan. Summer Carnival '92 had the two different titles, which would be um, um, Reka for the Famicom and Alzadik for the PC Engine. And then Summer Carnival 93 is Nexer. Uh, well, Nexer Special, I should say. It's based on the original game. Uh, some people view the Summer Carnival version as an inferior version. But for my money, uh, especially where it's less expensive, uh, the special version is better because it adds the caravan modes, which are lacking in the original release, even though it miss, it's missing out on like, uh, well, it's missing the story scenes or the, the, the cut scenes, right? But the cutscenes, there's only like two of them anyway. So, so they made specific versions of these games for the competition part of it. Yeah, yeah. There's like a they're 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 known as caravan shooters because mm. like um, what was it? Um, yeah, the soldier Huts. soldier blade has like a special caravan version too that I fucked yeah. with. I'm not a fan of those. Like I don't know, man. Like time attacks. Yeah, yeah. That's the, all the, the dick is is a time attack. Like, is anyone still doing this kind of concept? I think I like the idea of it. I just feel like. Oh, it's yeah. probably like a lost thing now. Hudson um, did a return to form on the Wii with the WiiWare title Star Soldier R. And it yes. was just like a two or three. There was two uh, timed modes in it. Mm. And in Japan, they actually had a competition, but it wasn't really a competition out here. And mm. Nintendo's still doing Nintendo World Championships, and they're doing mm. iterations of their like the old concept. And you can find those repro carts fairly easy. But yeah, no, those are still held in high regard um dude i gotta really if you get the chance you should totally watch the and i'll throw a show note i mean of course you'll have to buy it and i would like you or at the very least rent it uh there's a tetris documentary that's really dope called order of ecstasy Mm -hmm. if you haven't already seen it um and it's got good old thor in it and you also kind of learn about the sad shit that happened to him shortly after that win and like how that win like helped him and his family survive um but Hmm. Like, it's it's a really like, I, I don't know. I it's a really poignant documentary on like seeing how Tetris has affected like a lot of different walks of life and mm-hmm. how like it like just so many different people like finding a competitive edge in it and you can view them as quote unquote like casual uh, players and anything else. But in terms of Tetris, like it's an entirely different zetgeist of its own. 
Um, I don't know. I really like it, and I would recommend anyone if like if you're jonesing for a good gaming documentary they haven't seen, a fucking Order of Ecstasy. Um, but yeah, no, there's a ton of different competitions. I feel like um, you know where I think a lot of shoot 'em up competitions happen a lot are actually Galloping Ghost, but. Like for like the arcade versions of them? Yeah. Okay. I was going to say, I know it's an arcade. A lot of the jammas. That's cool. Um. So other than that, Sarah, anything else? No, that's pretty much it. But dude, definitely check out Nexer. It's super good. I will check out Nexer. It is, I, I have, I'm near the end of my project and I'll, and I'll talk about that a little bit more detail. But Andrew. Yo. Buddy. Hey. What has been in your console? Um, because I'm hearing you're not playing the Genesis Mini, and that already breaks. Yeah, not yet, not yet. Maybe I get this HDMI situation figured out. We'll 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 jump into that. Um, just a couple things. Not a whole lot of time spent in either of these games, but they came out recently, and I started playing them. I believe you'll probably talk about one. And hey, wow, that's a lot bigger than yeah, the one I, I have. have. I have them laying around. Yeah, that's awesome. <laughs> um, you'll probably go into more detail about it, I'm sure, but I did start playing the Untitled Goose game. Um, I'm not I'm not very far. I only played a little bit of it. Uh, so if someone wants to tell me how to break the broom, holla at your boy. Cause I can tell you right now, it took me a bit. Ho- holla at your boy because I can't me- figure it out, man. It's the only thing I can't I can, get. Do you want me to holla at you right yeah, now? Yeah, please, holla at me. It t- okay, it took me a bit. Val figured it okay. out. And it was insane because like, I tried to – like I was going through all the various motions. Mm-hmm. But um, apparently in order to break the broom, which it, it – it, it's one of the things that I didn't care for, actually. There, at some point, the game will deceive you because you think you have a grasp on like some of the dynamics and what you can do as this fucking goose. Yeah. But to break the broom while the old woman who's running a yard sale is using it to shoo you away, if you grab onto the actual broom part of it and then actually do a tug-of-war with her, mm. you'll be strong enough to break it. Oh, so it's literal. Yeah, it's it's a literal thing. I thought I had to do something clever to break it. You know? No, yeah, I, yeah. dude. You know what I was trying to do is I was trying to get that fucking yuppie kid to trip on it, and then like. Yeah, it. I put it in the road, hoping that somehow the car would get moved to then run yeah, over the broom, like, something like that. I like, was like, thinking something way more visceral and whatnot. Yeah, but that's that's the beauty of that game. Yes, there's 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 so many aha moments. You're like, ah, I get it, I get it. Like, awesome, I figured it out. Where when you get those kind of things, where it's just like this is a simple solution. You don't have to be extravagant about it. It's almost kind of off-putting. Them, yeah. Some of it come like it asks you to be extravagant. Yes. Like, but there's also multiple solutions. Yes. So, the, there, there were a few times it, just a little bit. I've played of it where like, say for example, in that same level, they ask you to put a bunch of items into a shopping cart. I did right. that and I got the completion for it. But then she, the uh, person that was doing the yard sale, would go back and keep on grabbing stuff and bringing it back. But I'd already completed the objective, so it allowed me to go around and get a lot of stuff accomplished while she was going back and forth getting the stuff back. So there's a lot of different ways to play out certain scenarios and situations. Um, it doesn't have to be so, like a cookie-cutter thing. Like You have to do it a certain way. Like, And then the funniest thing about that game is you'll randomly roll into certain completions that you didn't even know that you did. What's it say? Yeah, no, there's a there's a hidden t- fucking big eight. Big eight. Um, big eight. It, 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 it's out. smaller though. It's a big eight portable. Big I, eight travel size. I would, it's a big eight mini. Big eight mini. Yeah, oh. yeah. Talk about minis. <laughs> water though. Little as big it turns eight. Out. Big eight making water though, man. Yeet. There you go. 
Bacon I that could have sworn I heard monoxide. bacon water yeah. for a second. Bacon, um, bacon water. Yeah. It's funny, too, and, and I'll get... So, I, there is a very hidden depth to that game that, like, I, I can see where people might, like, get bored with a novelty after a bit mm-hmm. because sometimes, like... It, it kind of it masquerades as this like sandbox game, but it's not. It's actually very linear. Mm-hmm. But there's just just to open it up to get certain like like to progress to the next part, right? Yeah. But there's certain there are certain like there's a hidden to do list that is gonna require some backtracking. Yes. Like the very first thing I think you're mentioning is um, a part of that hidden to do list is to lock the groundskeeper, from which the was hilarious. The but then I locked myself in. I was like, well, how the fuck do I get out? And then I solved the solution. I was like, "Oh, there it is. Okay." Yeah, just give him back his keys. No, the little uh, little escape hole thing. Oh, I just gave him back his. Keys. Yeah, no. But see, it's funny. Like the designers kind of like did account for a lot of things. So like they they, they give you ways area, to get around it. Yeah, they do, and that's like, but it also leads into multiple like moment the multiple solutions to the same problem like okay so one of the tasks there is an electronic store and the task is for you to essentially get on tv i did that one yes and so there are two ways to get in because otherwise you can't really get into the electronic store it's shut off but the way i did it is there's a pair of walkie talkies um, okay. At the very end, we should probably put like spoiler tags on this pretty heavily. You think, yeah? I mean, I, these this is very early in the game. And that's I'm, fair. Like, that's fair. You know, again, the game is so chock full of different content that like, there's not much to it. This is basically harmless prank simulator, fucking 2019. And like, and harmless is so... the big aspect of that. That game is such a delight to play because. Even when it's like the worst it could possibly be. I don't know, dude. I think you. I think it's pretty psychologically damaging to some of the fucking people you torment. That poor kid in the glasses, though. Yeah, yeah dude. That, oh my god. <laughs> that poor kid. I, holy <laughs> shit. I have to, Sarah. We gotta do. We gotta talk about my favorite thing because it involves that fucking kid. Okay. It really. I love it. I think I could not tell you how hard I was smiling from ear to ear. Um, and it never felt better to be a fucking goose. And you know, like I hate geese, but like that game has done so much for the image of geese. Sure. <laughs> like I, I can't even yeah. begin to tell you. But okay, so I feel so you, left out because I haven't been able to play it. I I will. Okay, we got to figure out how to get you the game. But I would love for you to do it. I'm I'm definitely going to uh, cover it. It is definitely like going to get some more love on the show. But I want to. I want you to play it. It's because. I'm going to finish my thought because it's, it's also a game not for everyone. As funny as the game may be, I can see you not liking it. Only because the game can be very obtuse and cryptic. Like the broom. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, sure. you know yeah, what yeah. I mean? It, because the the game makes it to where, like, it, it enforces the idea that, like, the people that you torment, you need to torment cleverly or from a distance. And a lot of that involves you not engaging them in close quarters. You want to get away from them. Mm-hmm. A lot of it involves, like, actually even luring them away so you can get their attention away from what you actually yeah. want to do. So, again, Andrew and I immediately using that, like, mindset, like, okay, let's find a way to break this broom away from this lady, like, getting it away from her. Not realizing that she's an integral part of completing that task. So the game fucks with you. Um, but as I was mentioning, like, okay, so you've got to find a way into this electronics store. Um I grabbed one of the walkie-talkies and then just put it right in front of the electronics store, and then I hit around the corner, and I just honked like a motherfucker mm-hmm. into the one I had, and that eventually lured out the shop owner, and they're just like, what 
what's going on? Who's talking to me from this thing? And I'm like, yeah, I'm a fucking goose. <laughs> and, and then I did it. Um, Val plays, and one of the other tasks is to torment, or is to basically lock the kid into the phone booth yep. that's next to it. I had no idea that if you keep the kid in there and I like, oh shit, he's calling for help. I'll let him out. And that's what I did. But if you keep that fucking kid in there while he's calling for help, he's calling the, the shop owner yeah, yeah. to come out. I'm like, oh, I could have done it that yeah, way. Yeah, that's how I did it. And yep. like, there's a lot of aha moments like that that are really nice. neat. Um, but yeah, no, it is. But it, you are you are right saying that like a lot of it you feel like for me, I kept on thinking it was like a domino effect. Like I had to do so many things in a certain way in a pattern to have like a chain effect of things going my way to where I could complete an objective. But like you said, a lot of this stuff seems like it's just simply just interact with something and then you do it, you know, right. like, like it's not always going to be that like, Oh wow. I can't believe I figured this out. Some of it's going to be just kind of easy and just little, but so it's not like Rube Goldbergian. It's sometimes it is. Okay. Maybe, maybe later on. Yeah. Like, oh, I bet later on it's going to be fucked for sure. Oh, dude. Yeah. No, it, it, and like that game is so, it's so, I, 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 I can go on and on it. There's definitely a charm to it, but like, it's weird. Cause like I was, I was so friend of the show, Ray Curcio, uh, geeks who like sports is his current outfit at the moment. He was not a fan of the game. He, his immediate thought was, I played it, and the cruelest prank that the goose played was uh, swindling me out of $20. <laughs> and I'm like, wow. Oh, and, he, and he was just fair. like, he played it, and he was just like, this feels like a tech demo that's been glorified into a game. And in some aspects, it is. I, it's simple, but like, yeah. I feel like the game has so much to do, and like, how it goes about it, and how it unabashedly embraces the spectacle of its stupidity is like a big part of the game and its charm. I I if dude, if this fucking developer were to come at me and release a sequel called Another Untitled Goose Game, uh, or like better yet, th- I could definitely see like the next step of to progress this is a co-op game. Geese game. Yeah, geese yeah, game. Untitled like geese and, game. Pl- and like pulling off these pranks with like as as you would use the term a, a fucking Rune Goldberg like ass aspect to it, but you, you, like involving another party, I could I could totally see that being a thing, and I I guarantee you it'll be a thing. It's insane to me that that game fucking outsold digitally Link's Awakening. Yeah, well that's the thing too. I think a lot of it's going to be a word of mouth thing where a lot of people are going to buy it or get it because it's such a um, a cultural, you know hit right now like everyone's talking about this game even people that are outside of the realm of traditional oh, games dude, coverage and games alone. yeah yeah the guerrilla marketing through the fucking memes but hey you know good on them to have that kind of a game at that price point like it's it's a good fit it really is i could see that game doing very well on other platforms i mean there's so many streaming platforms now if if that game came out on those that'd be a good fit like it, it just it, it works on everything too it's not a graphically demanding game it's not a demanding game mechanically a lot of the stuff and you are going that, to get it's a, but it's, it's a lot of, sweet pickup and play it is game too so it can totally work on switch. and a lot of the visual cues which i that's what i have it on is switch a lot of the visual cues are not so oh, like they're not so like punch you in the face like you have to do it this way they're subtle but they're there at first i was thinking they're never going to show me how to complete some of these objectives like i don't get it um the part where you have to make the kid wear a different pair of glasses 
I was like, how the fuck am I going to do this? And then I was kind of just like running around him. And I noticed the text, the, um, whatever that is, where like, uh, uh contextually the bubble, the, the little, the little, yeah. Icon, the, the talk bubble, it shows up around his shoelaces. And I was like, ah, now I understand. I have to make him fall. Oh, wait, so, okay. You made him fall. I made him fall. If you if you have his shoelaces, if you trip, if, if, shit. If, 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 that is yeah. not what I did. Yeah, if you if you uh, go and pull both of his shoelaces on his shoes and then chase him, he will he will trip on his shoelaces and fall. His glasses will fall oh. off, and then you just have to switch out, take his glasses, and then switch them out with a different pair. Are you ready to hear okay. what I yeah. did? Okay, I had the other glasses in in my beak. Uh huh. He if you just stalk him for a bit. He'll take his glasses off to clean them, and then I just yeah, and he just drops, drops them. them. He's like, "What the fuck?" Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then like I just ran. I'm like, ah, and I dropped the fake glasses and took his real glasses and fucking ran. Yeah, and I'm just like, I, I had no idea you could just straight like uh, fucking Pee Wee Herman his yeah, shoes. Yeah, <laughs> at first I thought I had to like tie his shoelaces together to make him fall. You know, I was like, that is insane. Yeah, so that's, that is insane. That's awesome. I didn't realize there was different solutions. So there's re- literally yeah, different okay. solutions for almost I everything. Really want it. Okay, there are some things that really felt like I needed to do a a certain chain of events, mm-hmm. but like I I had no idea. Like I never got that prompt. I just I what I would see is he would eventually like just stop clean his glasses yep. and then i did that yeah so we've been given we've been given the goose's love yes uh house house games definitely looking forward to seeing mm-hmm. like what they do and i'm happy to hear that like they were able to find the success they did Agreed. um what other game not much play? else than that um i did start on borderlands 3 there's not much to really say other than it's more borderlands uh, I muted that game just so I could listen to podcasts I've been catching up with and just playing it wow. for the shooting. Like, it's a good shooter. I don't really have much of an interest in the story. I didn't play through enough of 1 and 2 to know what the, the lore of Borderlands I is. I feel like the... Uh, I think the lore at this point is just memes. Like, everything that I've seen, like, yeah. there are so many cringy quests. Like, they're, it just name-dropped, like, One Punch Man and Rick and Morty, like, outright. And, and, and I've heard that the game is kind of cringy in that sense, so I just purposely... Don't pay attention to it. I just play it for the missions and the shooting, and I just listen to podcasts on Spotify while I'm playing it. So, cringe culture, Damn. the game. Yeah, uh, a lot of people are saying that's the case. Yeah. So. Wow. But you know, for what it is, it's a good shooter. It has good progression. <laughs> that's such a bummer, but, though. Like, I, I mean, okay, I, fuck Randy Pitchford for a second. And I would say, play if you want something that's funny, like legitimately funny from the universe. Play Tales from the Borderlands. But even that's kind of problematic because of the voice actors that were involved in it. Right. So take 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 that for what you will. Um, but that game actually had humor, and I enjoyed its humor. It had a lot of humor. Yes. That's the, that's the thing. Like that that the atmosphere and just the overall like setting of that game, the tapestry of it mm-hmm. has so much potential for like, and it has a vivid personality, and that like. I appreciated that much. Like, it's funny because the shooting never really grabbed me, but I really liked that that game had its own identity. And then I see all this low-hanging fruit with 3, and just 3 is just more... Like, it's just... 3 just seems so lazy. It's a lot of other... It's, like, the same with other Gearbox games. It's, like, something that came out a few years too late. Like, it would have been fine if it came out when it should have came out as a sequel to 2, but it took so long. It's like Duke Nukem, like... Duke Nukem should have been out so long ago that when it comes out at the time that it did, you're like, this is dated. Like, this, th- these yeah. jokes don't hit. The comedy is not what it needs to be. Like, a lot of the stuff just doesn't really fit the current. It's really hard to do reverent humor like that. Like, 
I I challenge you guys to do this like and I and I always use it for the just these types of discussions for this exact mm. um issue uh Conker's Bad Fur Day. Like some of them great. They're, some of them are just like they're timeless humor and then some of it's really bad, yeah. but the pop culture stuff especially like I mean, I, I I guess it's a different story now that we're getting an actual new Matrix with Keanu signing mm-hmm. on, but like just a lot of that stuff, especially like the aliens references, like a lot of those are just so ham fisted mm-hmm. that like I don't know, they don't have the but when they came out at the time they were, they were like revolutionary in how witty and biting the like this cerbic that they were, you know? I don't know. I just just a thought. big on borderlands i'm still playing the pre-sequel um yeah, and i completely skipped that one that was the one that was like on that was I, that was actually one i really enjoyed yeah so i don't i, so I mean i really dug one and played a lot too um but it's not a very fun game playing solo like obviously it's something meant to be played cooperatively i think um but yeah. not having the ability to do that because people aren't really picking it up that i know that play games and also i don't have a lot of time to play it myself um it is just kind of a easy veg out play it and just like it's kind of like what you're doing in the background but it just allowed me to like catch up with podcasts i've been kind of you know behind on like uh adventure zone which is the mcelroy's uh uh D podcast. podcast i wanted to catch up and get current with that so that was one of my nights was just listening to that and playing it in the background so it's, it's nice just to kind of veg out and play but i'm not going it for depth I mean, that's never really been what that game is for. Speaking of depth, though, the one game I did play, and I've talked about it a little bit, but I'm just, I'm really excited. Um, still playing Breath of the Wild, and mm-hmm. things are finally clicking. Things are finally starting to kind of, you know, come to fruition. I'm so intimidated to go back to it. It's it's like, and that's, I'm not big on open world games at all, but something about Breath of the Wild, it's starting to click for me. I'm starting to do a lot of the... I don't, you're you're finding a groove with and it. well like, and like I don't know if it's the champions or the guardians like whatever the big things are that you have to accomplish the four big guardians. ones the guardians I'm starting to accomplish those now I've done a lot of shrines um you know I'm starting to find different armor that has different effects and a lot of the things are just starting to really fall into place and it's it's exciting I love leading up to I know what the eventual battle is going to be and I I like the preparedness of it. Like, it's very heavy on resource management. It's very heavy on knowing conditionally, can I fight this thing? Can I not fight this thing? Because I've just randomly ran into certain enemies, and I've thrown everything I could at it, and I barely scratched it. And I was like, oh, shit. Like, I should not be here. I should not be fighting this thing right now, whatever the hell it is. I randomly got into a fight with some kind of, I don't want to spoil, but the game's been out for a while now. There's a random-ass centaur that I fought on top of a mountain. The lion and I was like, what the fuck is this thing? I was throwing bomb arrows at it. Like, everything I could possibly think of, and I could barely scratch the thing. I was like, what I, is this thing? So you can you can fight that thing. But you like, got to be ready, man. Like, I'm not ready. You got to be ready, and you, you have to be ready on the uh, your parries and, oh, and your dodges. Yeah. 
Which uh, I'm not. It's really, which I'm not at all. Yeah, if you can parry and you're and you have that like mechanic locked in and and you can deploy yeah. it uh, reliably, you'll be good. Because there's I've not encountered anything storyline wise about it. Like I, I've not I've had no missions about Do it. You remember Legend of Zelda the original? I mean, I played it, but I don't remember that. Do you remember the blue and red creatures that would throw swords at you? Mm. They're the they're the same creature. Okay. So what, so they brought him back for breath. But what's of the, the benefit of fighting it? Uh you are able to get like a quite a few drops for some of the rare material. Okay. And then normally they guard like either shrine or they guard uh, Korok seed or something like uh, important. Uh. But sometimes it's just bragging rights. There's so many different videos of so many different like, like I'll fight I'll, people like just, I'll fight the big ass golem things like the one eyed things like those those oh are yeah easy. Those, but those are things those are yeah that that one's just more patience than just like yeah. being ready on the dodge gotcha so yeah but no um played a lot of that and it's just, it's just every opportunity I have to play something I'm usually picking that up because I like where it's going I, I'm excited I, about the progression I'm making. I'm so intimidated, but I need to go back. But I really want to because I want to jump in the DLC. I want to ride this fucking bike that like is old news now. I know anything about a bike, but that's the the, the Champions DLC or whatever it was. Yeah, okay. sounds good. Like there's a lot. So, do you remember the past mortem um, that was done on um, Breath of the Wild at GDC, and they talked about how like he like Nintendo originally wanted to include a bike mechanic. It was so. Like just the spectacle of that that um, revelation and just like people talking about it and they like, created like DLC for it. Yeah, yeah, they <laughs> put it in the DLC. Okay, and it's great. that's good, nice. But yeah, that's about it for Sarah, me. Have you gotten a chance to beat Breath of the Wild? I traded it in. What? Yeah, well, I wasn't gonna play that. No way. Did it? You know, it I just remember didn't you jive with it. me, man. It was all right, but dude, and I really, I, mean, I really didn't I, think it was going to for me at all. Like I got fifteen hours into it, and then I lost where i was and i had no idea where to go i wasn't doing that that's kind of where i'm at right now and i feel like if i just started all over and stay committed to it like i think i could be fine like i i just the one thing if i were to like say anything that really just turns me off about the game is that um a lot of the gyro uh gyro uh influence puzzles and the shrines i are like super twitchy but i've hardly ran into any of those i may have encountered one maybe one that I can Dude, recall. I've done like nine of them. Yeah. How many trends are and there like, total in that game? I was using know? the pro controller, which was pretty responsive, mm-hmm. but like one of them felt like fucking dumb luck. Like I felt like I was cheesing it. And I, what I did just to do it is, um, it's, it was like a, one of those maze ones where I'm steering. Yeah. The ball. Yeah. Doing like, yeah. And then I just ended up flipping the ball up and then catching it on its underside and then cheesing. Oh it shit. Quickly <laughs> flipping it back. <laughs> Yeah, I had to cheat. That's fucked up. Because I couldn't. Yeah. Like, steering it was a fucking nightmare yeah. unless, like, I used the underside. Hmm. Which, I, kudos to Nintendo for giving me that sort of, like, that that the freedom to do something like that. But at the same time, it was a little annoying. Which, I get it. Like, the gimmick of it's cool, the, but it didn't feel fleshed out enough to yeah. put me in The there. one mechanic I don't like that I've encountered the last several times in Shrines is using the stasis to like knock something into a certain position or knock something to a certain path. And I can't stand that <laughs> shit. I really can't. It's it. Yeah. You got to be really careful with the, uh, the amount of impact Oomph. that you apply. Yeah. To it. It's so funny because people have just used that power now. As a yes. I love that one. Travel. We're like the fucking, uh, the, whatever those people are. Um, shit. I can't remember their names. 
the ones that are, they look like there's travelers and then they they they're the ones that are trying to go after Link. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. but like he does the stasis to the boulder. Yep. Bing. And then you just climb on the boulder. Yeah, it's good shit. Good shit. Like, it's I don't know. I'm I'm eagerly looking forward to what like the sequels. And that's be really like, why right? I'm playing the first one now, so I can be ready for the sequel. But I've really enjoyed it, and I've surprised myself. I didn't think I'd be into those kinds of games. I'm not big on open world stuff. Um, really not all that big on Link just, or Zelda games, unless it's Wind Waker. Um, it, it you know it's just weird because like I I love open world games, but I would like a little bit more direction. Like it's it, that game prides itself on like how huge and non-linear. It is. But but I think well like, for a lot of people they say that's why they like Link's Awakening so much because it's the kind of the opposite of what Breath of the Wild is. It's kind of a nice palate cleanse for for if yes yeah. I so who who here has played Link's Awakening? Should we jump in? I've not played the Switch one. Just I've... just DX on Game Boy Color. <laughs> so it's OG funny that you mentioned that. for the that. original Game Boy myself. Ooh, yeah, nice. see, it's funny that you mentioned that because um, and it sucks too because I um, need to order battery replacements. I found out that my the battery in my DX is dead, mm-hmm. so I have to solder mm-hmm. in a new replacement. Um, but that's how uh, Val and I were playing mm-hmm. it where she was playing the remake and then I was playing on DX and doing a side by side. Cause I really want to see it is almost one to one. Like the biggest difference aside from a few word choices that are just like, I would say more modernized mm-hmm. is that there are a shitload more piece of hearts. Like they're like links awakening for uh switch just throws pieces of heart at you and in situations that it didn't before. So it gives you more of a reason like the fisherman's game in the Mabu Village, like in the Switch remaster, there there are not only switches of heart, or switches of heart, uh, pieces of heart, um, but there's also a bottle that you can even get. And that's something that wasn't in the previous. You only really... I think you really... It was just a fun little minigame that they included in the original. Um, but no, I really, really enjoy the the just the overall look and presentation to it like it's so amazing i really feel like i'm playing like just it, it gave me the same vibe that puppeteer did on the playstation 3 where like the the aesthetic of it really lent to the personality mm. as far as just like everyone just looks like expressive russian dolls like just the <laughs> toys but like just the the visuals of it and the style of it is just so engaging especially when i already have like I'm, I'm almost blasting through the game, but it's still fun to play. Um, it is kind of a technical nightmare at the same time, though, because it cannot keep like consistent frames. Wow. It's jarring, dude. It drops sixty thirty, sixty thirty, thirty forty, forty forty, sixty thirty, and I'm like, dude, I I almost would prefer it just lock it thirty and be done. Yeah, yeah, but it can't be. It's and it's so it stutters like at the like it's almost like i'm fucking watching like the ring mm-hmm. like it's it's so bad uh, i was actually gonna ask like sarah if you've played it by chance uh, unfortunately not you, you told me about the uh the frame rate issues though and i don't know it just sounds like it's uh a bit of a pain uh when does it drop to the to lower frame rates though is it just kind of arbitrary consistently. or consistently like it's not even like something like i'd imagine like when you start moving and switching screens mm-hmm. but it's just throughout um i think and i was trying to try to find a pinpoint for it maybe when like there's a lot of activity but sometimes it's smooth as fuck and, and like they've added uh, like a few more moblins 
in areas. Um, but like it's it's never from activity. It's just throughout. It 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 feels like I'm illegally streaming my game. <laughs> like it it's not it's not fun. And like here's the thing too. It does this whether it's docked or undocked. It's just the game. And like I know there are a lot of Switch games that have frame rate issues that like that like I wish development like properly optimized. Like I'm still waiting on Bloodstained to like be optimized to sixty because it can. It's like it's not a graphically intensive game. Um, but unfortunately, like, that's the biggest, like, I don't know. It hasn't ruined the experience. I'm still very much enjoying it. But it's a little sloppy considering Nintendo. But, like, I feel like this game came out, like, it was announced and came out before I knew it. Like, I did not expect Link's Awakening to drop as quickly as it did. And I feel like that's almost to its detriment. But at the same time, like, Nintendo has that and Pokemon. And it'll have a lot. Mm. else going on um another switch game that i played a shitload of that i I really want to talk about i have i have two more games that i want to talk about so this other one is a switch game and uh i did i get to talk about it a lot i last time did i talk about astral chain i don't think i I don't think you did either i hinted it okay so astral chain is it's weird but a good weird but man it has a learning curve when you get the rhythm of it though i really enjoy it um because the the best way i can explain it is it is does anybody remember the monster rancher rpg that they've released it's like the last in monster rancher evo for playstation 2 yes. yeah i remember the box art. and how you would like deploy the monsters as part of an extension of you rather than using the monsters traditionally, like in the previous games, that's what astral chain. And, and that's what it emphasizes that like e- each of the, um, the astrals themselves, the chimeras, um, they all have a specific type to them. And, like the main one that you start off with is a sword type, so it's mainly for melee. But you can um, basically use it as a means to like assist you in like your character, the the, the super like kawaii like anime mm-hmm. cop, also has like his own melee and shooting. And there's a rhythm of how you can go about fighting uh, the various enemies, and based on using specific techniques and powers of the different chimeras you have with you. Um, it'll it'll really lend to just like how well you fare in in the high intensity situations. Um, I really like the mechanic where you're you're essentially you have this fucking like this it's it's essentially a familiar almost it's leashed to you at all times but you can independently move it with the right stick and you can position it or yank it to you. Or you can have it yank you to it, and then anything that you have in in the pathway of that leash, the trajectory, you will add additional combos to what you're doing. But another awesome technique, ugh, bug got a bit of my beard. Oh, I thought it was a bug or something. Yeah. Or something. <laughs> did you see a bug? Flying I did. Around me this I did. Time? Yeah. Oh you my might God, ate it. I think that you might ate it. Whoops! <laughs> <Bro. gross. laughs> really? I did see a bug flying around earlier, man. Oh, oh no. <laughs> anyway i'm gonna try to move on um yeah so you can uh maneuver the chimera oh, it's so it needs gross. to be a video series um, so bad and jesus christ <laughs> you can maneuver it around in into a circle and actually trap 
and trap them in these like spectral chains and like get in a few free hits uh, as well as you can also cut some other tethers like it, action wise it's really dope it sounds I, like I, some Konkuro ass shit from Naruto I don't know if you ever played the Naruto fighting games but there's a uh, a character in Naruto where he has a puppet it's a puppet jutsu and he like right. throws the puppet out it attacks or you know he can like create range and then you can like trap people within the like the trajectory of the and puppet and then you have your own yes, moveset yes Yes, that's okay. exactly what this game yeah, yeah, is. Yeah. And that's cool. You'll be like the one thing that like is a little like dividing your your frame of mind in in making sure that you work in rhythm with one another is a little challenging. Um but like and it makes you kind of want to like just do what works, but like when you are fluid and you can recognize like all the different vid- there's a lot of different enemy types too even though visually they all appear bland and boring um the action in it's really good what's really neat in that game though though is you you are essentially a cop and you're fighting a a, a catastrophe Mm -hmm. that that threatens like the landscape of of the entire world and you're trying to just keep it together it's a dystopian environment um but and the enemies that you're fighting uh, as, will either attack in packs or they'll be sneaky. In the instances where there's an incident or, or, or an appearance of them, they'll throw you in an environment where you actually have to investigate, like it, it, like it's a traditional crime scene, mm-hmm. and you'll have to find clues. And you use your chimera, that your astral, to help find the clues. Like uh, one thing that I really enjoy is because you can send it off, no one can see it except the enemies you fight. And you, the only time people can see it is when you put it in a special field where it can be seen, like, because you have a headquarters that where you can upgrade it and whatnot. So, as such, you need to eavesdrop on some witnesses that may not have been forthcoming or some individuals, and you can send it over, and it can collect information, and then you piece it together. You do other sub-quests and little side quests that are, like, you know, sometimes it's a fetch quest or, or just answering or playing along, something that you'd see along the vein of Yakuza, but the reward, the the reward that it yields, are clues, and then eventually you got to sit down and piece together all the clues of what happened, and you don't even have to get all of them, but getting all of them makes it easier, yeah. and it and it gives you it'll determine what sort uh, what sort of um, advantages you carry into the action portion. Like it can give you extra health items, it can give you extra equipment that would have been exclusive. Like, if you get an S rank during some of these investigation mm-hmm. moments, you can get access to equipment that you can't find anywhere else. But is it still doing, is it, like, is it the same beats each time, like, you do investigation, then action? Or is it kind of mixed in? Yes. Okay, so it's not necessarily, like, randomly investigation, sometimes randomly Sometimes it breaks action. up the action, yeah. and sometimes it does okay. that. But it, it, it's a nice balance between the mm-hmm. two. Um, it's got a lot of the personality that I, did, like, a lot of Platinum games are usually just like i don't know stylish they're always stylish yeah yeah but they're like stylish in the same way that like quentin tarantino is stylish like they're very they had their types but i do feel like they're more style over substance most of the time for the most part that is correct not with astral chain it balances it really well like interesting yes and it's got a really nice personality but it does have a learning curve to it Mm. So, uh, but I I don't want people to sleep on it. It's a really good game. Um, I want to get back to mm-hmm. it. 
but it's also it's a, it's a little intimidating. It's a little commanding. But I I want people to play it. And like, and it's a Switch exclusive. It looks kind of choppy so, though. Is it just because it is on the Switch, or is it? It's actually I think it looks worse still than it does in motion. It looks amazing. Okay. Like I was very like it looks great docked, mm-hmm. but it also looks great portable as well. Okay. Um, I I definitely recommend it. Like it's like for my year of games in 2019 it's easily in my t- uh, top five and it and i don't know i i haven't gotten a chance to check out damon x machina i know sarah was like getting excited did you even get to check that out by the way dude i decided not to get it i played um, the beta and that's cool. just a little too much for me there's a lot going on in that game i mean mostly because it, to get the most it's basically uh monster hunter with mechs yeah, so you oh really my get, god really you really get a lot of it out of it uh, if you have people to play with Oh, which which sucks that. that you have to rely on a co-op. I still want to go back to Monster Hunter World, but yeah, I can't mm-hmm. get it's, anybody. It still has like a single player element, but I mean, most but in of the it, same vein that Monster yeah. Hunter does, you can't really get far without. Okay, wow, that's fucking. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, you get stupid. better gear and stuff like that to make it further. Yeah. But yes, I definitely recommend it. Um, it. I mean, as far as platinum games go, it's a nice change of pace. And it definitely, like, I, I do want to get that one, like uh, Astral Chain. I had that pre-ordered as well, but again, I canceled it because you know I don't have ninety-two dollars lying around for that. Yeah, I. You know, it's funny, and I, 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 I'm surprised you didn't talk about Metal Wolf Chaos. Um, haven't gotten around to playing it yet, mm-hmm. but. <laughs> I but it did either. arrive, by the way. I don't know if I told you that, but I'm pretty. No, pretty I, I, I checked it. I'm like, good, because yeah. I have such shitty luck, tra- like, sending stuff out. So. Anyway, It'll be streamed, don't worry. Mm-hmm. Good. I'm glad <laughs> yes. to hear it. The last game I'll talk about, and man, am I fucking hot and cold with this goddamn game, is Control. Oh. I really like the presentation, and... Okay. Uh, aesthetically, and just narratively, like, a lot of it... Like, it's weird. It's fucking weird. It, it like, it, it takes the weird... Like, where... I think Remedy leaned into uh, Alan Wake with, like, a heavy Stephen yes. King influence. Yes. These guys went full-blown Twin Peak. Oh. Like, just fucking um, like, which, which, right off. But, like, but it kind of, like, Alan Wake had a lot of those similarities. Yeah, but, correct, but, like, it's, it's dialed up to 11 in control. But... With that said, it has a lot of pacing issues. I like it's a, it's essentially like what if Remedy does a uh, Metroidvania? It feels very much like a Metroidvania. It's weird. Okay. Um, because because it all takes place in a giant building, and that there's some extensions that leave and take um, science fiction liberties with its environment, but it's all within the same hub world yeah. that you're opening up new access. Which I think is what I was kind of wondering about this game. Was it going for a big sci-fi influence? Because I think you get a little bit of that oh, in huge. Quantum Break, but Quantum Break was relying too heavily on the, like, it's a TV show. And theatrics. And, yes. and there's, there's a lot of elements in that, yes. too. There's, like, this meta show that's inside of it that will also... But, uh, it's leading to being yeah. something bigger than it actually but where is. Alan, but 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 where Alan Wake was definitely leaning into the suspense horror kind of genre, you know? Like, it wasn't really sci-fi. I mean, it, I guess you could categorize it as sci-fi in a way, but it's more of, like, a suspense horror 
kind of hybrid. I mean, here this is more of a like a sci-fi, sci-fi thriller. thriller. Okay. And it really, it the main character and and her personality and characterization mm-hmm. is a huge anchor. Like like her back is fucking broken from carrying the game because as a game well that's cool that like there's a lot it's cool that that she's such a strong protagonist though i think that you know that's something that you definitely need in that type of game but the game it's just it's so it has such a weird like it like where alan wake kind of takes cues from x files this game leans into it it's like a it's a hybrid like it's a juxtaposition mostly more twin peaks Mm because like there are so many weird smash cuts to like this fucking like character you don't think it's a big deal and then he's suddenly a big deal and then once it's his eyeball and then it's him far away and then like fucking random pyramids it sounds like they play deadly premonition honestly just from the description of it (laughs) nice but so the shooting in control of it because it's a third person shooter and it's a third person shooter that is not cover based, but it might as well be cover based because of how the interiors are mm-hmm. designed and where how you're flanked. That you'll need to exploit corners like a motherfucker. Like it really felt like I cheesed my way through the early part of this game where I was not meant to do it in the way I did. And also, I should preface that I'm playing the game on Xbox One, so I don't know if there are already issues with that port. But at one point, I became stuck for half hour to the point where I had to YouTube because I knew I solved all the puzzles mm-hmm. but the door that was didn't supposed trigger. to open didn't yeah. open I ended up exiting out to the menu and then reloading the game to see what happened I suddenly appeared in the area that I was trying to go yeah. to like it jumped you ahead so th- that is an issue that you I, I've just heard that Xbox is the least egregious out of all of the platforms I heard Sony especially really? I, I, I'm pretty sure I heard the PS4 version was really bad they may have fixed it since, really? but I would heard Xbox was the least, like, troublesome one. I, I, again, I got it just because, like, you know, this is on Xbox. I'm going to grab it on mm-hmm. Xbox. And plus, I wanted to get the HDR being as, like, I'm in a position well, you have where an I X, take yeah. advantage of that. Yeah, right. so I think and you're going to take advantage. Because even people were saying, like, even on a PS4 Pro, they were having a lot of issues, which normally wouldn't be the case necessarily. All right. Friend Terrence Wiggins, he fucking loved control. He put it up there in his top five, and I really and I, I was trying to ask him. I didn't see why, dude. The first boss of that game almost made me quit it because it's so horribly unbalanced. Mm-hmm. The first boss, literally. All right, here's here's game design 101. In my and like I know we had like a little like a small blurb about game design with uh, Untitled Goose, but like. It, at the very least, meant some of the challenges you would face, and and like it found creative ways to do it. Here, control, as you're aware, and I'm not spoiling it. it there's gunplay, but there's also telekinesis. Mm-hmm. Okay, shortly after you earn your telekinesis ability, you are your you encounter your very first boss. The ability that you would imagine that you just learned, this boss is flying in the air constantly. The very first of its kind. Like, that's it's, like it's a big challenge to it. So a part of your new ability is to use any of the, like, objects around you to the point where you can even rip chunks out of the wall or rebar and use it as a projectile mm. weapon and just throw it at mobs. Completely fucking useless against the first boss. It, he dodges it. Mm. He just, like just stutters and fucking materializes out of the way. Also insanely challenging 
will throw um like a fucking barrage of projectiles at you and will also summon other baddies to flank you and you and summon mob encounters the method in which i had to beat this boss which it didn't feel right it felt like playing dead rising or too early mm-hmm. is i had to hug a corner and play pop uh, pop goes the weasel and then exploit like the fact that like i had enough draw distance to pick apart the mobs and also the ai isn't great with the mobs but is insanely overpowered with the boss encounters the mobs won't try to flank you if you're like if you've got a lot going on in, in your peripherals mm-hmm. and you kind of flank them and, and get them in a, in a hallway. So in the area, the arena, like imagine like the facility from Goldeneye or just like an open area where there's two stories mm-hmm. and then there's a big open middle area. But then there are hallways that surround the perimeter of the room. I basically would shoot at the mobs and have them turn the corner in the um, of the perimeter of the hall that I was in. And then just had them like line up where I can take that while still hanging out in that same corner and and hugging yeah. it while peeking out to get the boss. It took me fucking 10 minutes because this took such a long time. That was the only way I could beat the boss. Because if you go in Guns of Blazing or you even try to use anything like Serpentine or any of the other like traditional strafing like strategies that you would in gun uh, gunplay games, I, I, I was dead. It was absolutely... And, you learn an evasion. By the way, I have to preface this. You learn an evasive maneuver, but you learn it, and you learn it after this boss encounter. Yeah, after the fact. Do you think it's trying to mm. possibly, like, I guess, take tropes of those types of games and kind of turn them on their sides or, like, try and make you think, oh, this is – because, like, Dead Space did that, I think, where, like, in a shooter, you think you shoot them in the head, they're dead, right? Nope. Like, I, I feel like it's almost like they're doing it purposefully – to like you usually would do this in a game like this but we're gonna say no fuck that like this is not how you could it no okay. i think this i don't think Re- i'm gonna tell you this right now I, alan wake got on uh, got by a lot on its charm and it has a lot of clumsy it shooting. does it does especially oh, with the, especially with the mechanics of the, like the darkness and and popping it and with the, the light yeah yeah i agree okay that was like what 2012 2011 i'd say no earlier than that 20 yeah, yeah like maybe 2010 yeah yeah i i'm gonna look yeah, it up pre, pre-2010 i think honestly if i had to put a date on it a control is 2019 the mechanic i went back and checked i had to i was like i want to play on wake the gunplay isn't that much better 2010 now, Alan what's wake. neat mm-hmm. 2010 yeah see i knew damn and it's nine years later and like Okay, there are mods that you can put that significantly change up later on and help you. I just feel the game is paced poorly. Like, I I feel like I had to grow to a point where the game became playable and had to stomach a lot of bullshit. Like, that, I, I talked to other people to make sure I wasn't going crazy. The first boss made some people put hmm. it down. Like, it's that bad. And, like, uh, like Alyssa, uh, who's, like, Alyssa, like, contributor to Press Pause Radio currently, uh contributing as at this point i believe still for gama sutra um she felt the exact same way she was just like oh dude yeah that first boss is bullshit i also felt the same frustration and, and it just made me realize like how well do you play test something to where you you i understand that there's a sense of progression and development you need to put in your character but if you're going to nerf your character to that point like what the fuck mm-hmm. i don't know it I, the game is again it's an alan wake situation where it's carrying me by and it's charm but 
the charm of it is definitely the character like it's sometimes it's too fucking weird for its own good um especially when like i'm trying to find out like what is happening and the only like driving factor is it's got a very like fox molder ass like MacGuffin where she's trying to find what's going on with her sibling the same way you try to find out what happened with his and x-files and that's basically it i and i'm getting through it um and kind of leveling her up and and opening up the world more but the the puzzles are probably the puzzles and the the narrative of her development are the most engaging yeah. parts the shooting and even even the telekinesis bits so oh, man, so probably so like the same charm of Alan Wake is kind of what's but a little less forgiving. Yeah, it's it's less forgiving. But but maybe that's what's going to keep people involved is is her, you know, her her progression is, and and like what the story's bringing to that. Which is so disappointing mm-hmm. because like I really want to like it. I and do those guys, like it. those guys just, made Max Payne. Like they make awesome like action games it's kind of surprising that's like the worst part about it is the action yeah you know hmm. but anyway i think that yeah that's that's about it i mean i've been playing a lot of i've gotten my hands in a lot of other stuff but i will save that because it's not so time intensive for another what's in your console because this one ran a little longer than usual but we played a fuckload so. yeah good stuff maybe this will be now the break that people need to start catching up on some of that stuff because we're getting close to end of the year now and Definitely need to catch up on some of this shit for sure. There's a yep. lot that's come out. Episode end. Yup. All right, so you just listened to Press Pause Radio episode 121. If you like what you listen to, you can go ahead and give us a, a needle subscribe on iTunes, and you can find us on Scatter Radio, Stitcher, and uh, a load of other podcast directories still shooting for Spotify. Still got to work out SoundCloud. Still making sure that we can make ourselves available and also still working out the kinks for YouTube. But either way, we're still easily available on uh, some of the more popular platforms for podcasting. And you can not only find our podcast there, but also find it on our website at www.pressposradio.com, where we also have... A load of reviews and a ton of features and some uh, play plays when we are able to release it. We haven't released a new video in some time and we apologize, but we are still in a upgrade phase where we are trying to make sure that we can uh, pump out some of the highest fidelity videos in all manners of in eras of video games, both old and new. So it is a growing pain still, unfortunately, but I'd like to think that we'll get there to the point where we can really put out some like fast-paced and high-quality video content on a more regular basis, just as we have with this new format that we're doing with uh, recording the podcast, and I'm looking forward to that. Speaking of which, man, uh, our boy Sarah dropped a fuckload of Bullet Heaven on the site, and I'm like stoked to see a year's worth. <laughs> yeah. So what is going on for Bullet Heaven? Because he, he's got some fucking exciting stuff for the new season. Well, yeah, uh, series 11 is going to be starting with episode 250 of Bullet Heaven. And uh, in this episode, we're going to be taking a look at the oft-requested, super expensive and legendary PlayStation title, Harmful Park, um, which I actually won the lottery to get. <laughs> so uh, Literally had to win yeah, the lottery to get it, yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> 
So uh, that's going to be interesting. We uh, actually recorded some footage just today. Uh, I've got to do another couple passes in it and then uh, do up the script. But uh, I think it's going to be a pretty decent episode. Uh, speaking of decent episodes, episode five of Shooting Game Chronicles, the Sega Dream Quest project is uh, almost finished as well. Uh, in episode five, entitled Starburst, we actually unsealed two brand new Dreamcast games. Uh, so that's going to be inter- an interesting watch. I So I know you're mainly covering shooters in the Dreamcast Chronicles, but I'm really excited about the aspect of one day you just like dicking down. Maybe you've had too many big eights and, and some gin and tonics, and you message me out of nowhere and be like, Hey, George, what if I just bought all fucking seven discs of El Dorado and we just did that shit? <laughs> I will, dude, I will get down on that. Yeah. Um, yes. Um, it's funny. I've been fucking with my Dreamcast a little bit more. I actually had to get Pure Solar for the oh, Dreamcast yeah. Yeah. because um, I'm going to say this for everyone and, and, like, you know, Watermelon's fucking around a lot and whatnot, but Pure Solar is a great game. Do not buy it on your Sega Genesis. It will eventually kill your Sega Genesis. The will voltage it? in that. Yes, it killed my old Genesis, and I had to get a new Genesis. How's that? The voltage on. The voltage on the cart, it doesn't send the right voltage through, and it actually overheats your Genesis. What? And then the chips are also epoxied over, which they did for their own protection. Huh. Um, I'll actually include – they have a horrible – like, I have to include it. I can't even tell you, like, just how bad it is. I'll actually have to send you guys a picture Jesus. of this. But, like, they use their own proprietary boards. It's nonsense. But the Dreamcast version is superior to it i just i wish i can play like i'd like the like the spectacle of playing it on the genesis Mm -hmm. but um yeah anyway i had to fuck around with that and do that and then i was thinking about oh man i really got to get down on some el dorado like i really want to play because i think there's some translations out for it so we just need to get translations out for that and sega gaga and then we're set sega gaga is one that i still need to get but anyway i'm totally looking forward to seeing that Uh, i've been trying to catch up dude um, cause like I said, I've been, I've been getting a shooter itch. It took, it only took 10 years, but I got oh, that shooter that itch now. Yeah. Uh, another quick announcement as well. This year is going to mark the, uh, the year that we debut puzzle heaven, which is going to do the same thing for puzzle games as bullet heaven did. for Holy shit, dude. And then you'll have the longest Three. running YouTube series <laughs> for puzzle for game puzzle reviews. Games. Yeah. <laughs> Might as well. Hey right? man. Might two as for well. Two. But uh, yeah, Puzzle Heaven. We've uh, we've got a ten episode uh, trial this year. Can you tell us one of the games? Can you can you give us a sneak peek on one of them? Like, just tell us what it's going to be. Star Mobile. Star Mobile. Okay, I've never it's heard. It's obscure. That one. It's an obscure one. So uh, I was hoping it's, like it's Naxat Soft. So it's going to going to be interesting. I want yeah. some Hattress in there. So I just Hattress. want you know I want Hattress. I don't know so much about Hattress, but I did get Tetris Battle Gaiden. Hmm. Tetris Battle Guide. I never even heard of that one. Yeah, is it just Puzzle League? Uh, no, it's it's Tetris, but it's like versus Tetris on Super Famicom. Hell yeah! Oh yeah, I got you. Okay, um, we got to get some Panic Bomber. Oh yes, definitely for PC Engine. Actually, that's what Bubble I'm Bath for. Babes. Not so much. <laughs> <laughs> so um, fuck it, I'll stream Bubble Bath Babes. I don't give a fuck. Tetris ninety nine, definitely. Um, I've got the uh, the cartridge version of that just sitting over there. So, there you go. I, I suspect um, a lot of Tetris, but there's a lot of nuance to these Tetris games that make them worth their own videos. Uh, Super Bomblist, that's going to be a good one, actually. 
I'm looking forward to it, dude. Um, so with that being said, we've got some other reviews, some late reviews are coming up, but yeah, we're gonna, like, I, I have, uh, Judgment preloaded, but I also have, uh, Bloodstained, I have some other features, like, Locked in the Barrel, and then, yeah, I really want to do a review on Untitled Goose Game as well, but it's gonna be, as, uh, Andrew mentioned earlier, it's gonna be fucking packed, and I think before we, like, I really wanted to see if we can get our Hideo episode out. So that might be our next episode. So it gives us some time to like play these games so we can talk about it proper because death stranding is not only around the corner, uh, but so is Pokemon sword mm -hmm. and shield, Luigi's mansion three Shenmue three. And I've been replaying through the first two Shenmue's as well to kind of like, you know, familiarize myself and goddamn, just a load of other games. So it's going to be fucking busy, but we might be able to squeeze in a news episode before we get to our Hideo special. So that being said, look forward to some some tired eyes and even more tired faces. Yeah, long times uh, ahead. This is Georgie Boy's axe. I'm, I'm just sighing. But smiling, sighing, but I like smiling. It. This is toast. I don't know why you guys want to play this Eldorado game so much. It just has this dude looks like Maximilian in it. <laughs> Am I looking at the right game? Uh, you guys, you guys gotta uh, Google it sometime. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely, uh, I'll, I'll shoot you a link, cool. dog. And this is the original Sarah. Look forward to my new album coming soon. Ooh, dropping that hotness. Ooh, damn. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Slick. Did we not know about this till now? I didn't uh, know no. about this. Every year I release one, though, that has all of my music from the previous okay. series. There yeah, absolutely, man. Everyone get on that, uh, what is it, uh, is it Bandcamp that you put the album releases on? Yeah, yeah. yeah. smpmusicproductions.bandcamp.com. Get ready. Good night, folks. Good night, folks.